You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 86. Do you have any goals to improve your home in 2021? Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, Neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. I cannot believe it is almost 2021, Steve. Yes. Uh, a lot of people are happy to get 2020 behind them. <laughs> Last episode, we talked about COVID and it's been a um, it's been a year for, I don't even know the right word, but lots of surprises. And, uh, and we were talking about COVID back in March when I believe, is that when they deemed it a pandemic yep. i don't remember it was march i'm pretty sure i remember you and i having conversations and i'm like six weeks whenever yeah i thought this. august i was wrong <laughs> so so we're, we're at the end of the year we're still talking about it so uh hopefully you know the um vaccines are starting to roll out hopefully hopefully we can put that behind us but yes 2020 is almost over with well, and thinking about that, so many people think about resolutions and what they want to do differently in the new year. So in this episode, we're talking about home improvement goals. Yes. So what specifically can people do or even think about minor improvements? You know, sometimes people go for way too much. But if they were just going to think about minor improvements, where could they start? So let's just say, you know, like you said, this doesn't, this isn't a whole kitchen remodel. Um but, you know, for minor improvements, just something like that you could take just from this podcast that you can do is go, you know, do routine inspections just to look over your house and say, okay, we keep talking about this puddle of water that's outside the foundation and we still don't do anything about it. We'll write a goal down today and say, okay, next year we're going to get a truckload of dirt, pickup load, not dump truck. And we're going to fix that grading right there so so we can address that issue because it could be causing structural concerns, could be causing moisture intrusion into your crawl space or your basement. 
But that's something simple. You know, inspections are free. Better ventilation. Open windows. I say this as we look out the window and it's really, really cold out there. But, you know, even in the wintertime, you can open windows, get better ventilation, things like that. Those are simple, easy fixes, which I guess I think they're simple. Yeah, I was going to say, you think they're simple, but for somebody who's not handy, do they go, oh, that sounds like a lot of stuff I don't know how to do? Well, like like the inspection, I don't, I you know, if they follow us on our podcast and they sign up, you know, on our, our well, I don't know how to work Email it. list. Email list. On our website is all I was thinking. If, if they, if they're listening to us and getting the information, they should be able to be able to do at least the inspection. Now, going and getting a truckload of dirt, I, you know, I don't know. To me, that would be something that, that wouldn't cost much, wouldn't take much. Positive draining and frayed drainage away from your foundation should be a simple fix. Yeah. Opening windows, to me, is a simple fix, but... Like you said, not everybody thinks stuff like that simple, like I do. Well, and so so often when people think about home improvement projects, they think about complete home makeover kind of stuff. They think about the pretty things on the outside. And I know you like to talk a lot about what's actually happening inside, underneath things, behind walls. So what are the home improvements that really make a difference to the indoor air quality of a home rather than saying, let's remodel the kitchen so we have marble countertops. Well, you could do the redoing the kitchen and still tackle improvements that would help for for air quality. But to answer your question, for me, something as simple as, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure all of our listeners, if you haven't had to do it, you've seen your parents, your siblings, somebody have to put a new roof on the house. New shingles. Mm-hmm. And that that's, to me, something that most people have had to go through um, or s- watch somebody go through it. And if you take, you know, just a little bit of time and a little bit of extra money when you're putting new shingles on your roof, you could do a lot to prevent moisture intrusion because of the roof, which, you know, is your first defense in, for the most part, I guess, to me. You know, there are things like you can do a synthetic underlayment, which is, you know, when we talk about underlayment, people think of tar paper. Mm -hmm. You could do, you know, if there's a little bit of wood rot when you're pulling off the roof, the shingles, and you feel like one part of the roof's really mushy, like you feel like you're going to step through it. You know, you're taking off the tar paper too, so you're exposing that subroof, you know, cut that out and fix that. I mean, it's simple. If you're not doing the roof yourself, your roofer knows how to do that kind of stuff. And so be clear with that roofer. Hey, you know, if it costs us a little bit of extra money, you got to be careful too with the kind of roofer you're dealing with. But hey, well, you know, we're willing to spend a little extra money if we have to replace rotted wood or whatnot. So something as simple as that, if that makes sense, most people just don't think about it. They just pay the roofer and the roofer comes and replaces the roof and they think everything's fine and dandy. That's true. And so you're saying little things can go a long way. Yes. And so if somebody said, I'm on a budget, what is the number one thing that Steve would recommend I do for home improvement in 2021? What would you say it is? So let's just say you're remodeling a bathroom and you have $3,500. That's all you have to deal with, which to me is, once again, to me, that's plenty of money for a bathroom remodel, unless it's a monstrosity. But there are simple things like your 
you know, your subfloor. Make sure that there's no voids in it. Spend a couple of, you know, and I, I say a couple hundred dollars. That's all it's going to cost you to put something, let's just say, tile versus the pill and stick vinyl flooring. Okay. Um, spend a couple extra hundred dollars on marble countertops or, you know, a one-piece countertop, mm-hmm. meaning your sink and everything. You don't have to, you're, you're not setting your sink on a cabinet. Exactly. It's all one piece so that the moisture intrusion concerns are very minimal. You can replace the supply lines for your hoses, or sorry, the hoses, which are the supply lines for like your toilets and your sinks. You can upgrade to, maybe you have the old copper type. You can upgrade to the braided lines. Those are little things that in a, in a normal bathroom for your toilet and your sink, you're, we're, you're, we're talking three lines, which those three lines, the most expensive one, and they're obviously going to cost a little more if they're longer, is maybe $20. So you're talking under $100 to replace those. You can replace the valves to go, let's say, from a gate valve to a quarter turn valve. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason I say valves, um, a gate valve is the one you have to sit there and screw till it closes. Kind of like your hose outside. Okay. Yep. Whereas a quarter turn valve, it's a ball valve. You just turn it a quarter of a turn and it shuts it off. Okay. The gate valves are just known to be problematic. Ah, okay. They freeze up if you don't use them often, start leaking. The valve itself, like you're talking four or five dollars max. So little things like that, make sure too you don't have a plumber or a contractor that's going to gouge you, but you can do little tiny things like that, you know? Like I said, a, a tile floor versus a pill and stick vinyl floor. And you, we're talking a total square footage of like 100 square feet total. So it can't be, it's not going to cost you that much more. And when it comes to mold prevention, do you think the something like the flooring is a really critical thing? Something like making sure the counter and the sink are all one is more critical? Like ventilation, is that the critical thing if they have to choose between certain things for mold prevention? You know, I know this doesn't, it, it sounds a little more vague, but all of it's very important. You could put a tile floor, upgrade to tile. Mm-hmm. You could put that over a subfloor that's rotting. Okay. Or you could put a tile floor over a good subfloor, but you don't replace the valves and a valve starts leaking. So I know it sounds somewhat vague, but all of it, 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 it's, it's just like anything else. It's all a working machine. If you skip one of them, you know, a tile floor is not going to do you any good if one of your supply lines to your toilet's leaking. And isn't that the reason why you wrote the newest book? Because you wanted people to understand how do you build a mold resistant home, like the system of the, that is the home. Right. Cause it's not just one, you can't just mold proof you can't really mold proof but you can't just prevent mold with flooring if the subflooring sucks exactly and and so the latest book uh which i finally got all completed i was kind of dragging my feet on that one i'm gonna blame that one on covid but uh, (laughs) anyhow it's it's for sale it's on amazon it's called black mold avoidance building a mold resistant home um so to kind of touch on what you said mold proof one of the things i say in the book to build a mold proof home by definition, is literally impossible. Exactly, because mold is naturally current exactly. in the air. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's just, it, it's tough to get around that part of it. Now, 
it, I go over everything in the book, whether you're remodeling or, or building a new home, where you can do little things like we just talked about. You can upgrade, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. But on the other hand, you can put marble countertops in your kitchens and then go cheap on a sink or cheap on the flooring or cheap on your plumbing. And you kind of defeat the whole purpose of trying to build a mold-resistant home. So, yeah, it's it's all a working machine where you, you have to really look at all different aspects of it. Because if you just focus on one, it's not going to do you any good. That's really true. So what is your call to action for people who want to improve their home in 2021 and, and need to set goals? So something that's easy, it's free. You don't have to spend any money. Sit down, like take 10 minutes while you're writing your goals for, you know, we write our goals down. They're a little different than most people's. I don't say I'm going to start going to the gym or I'm going to exercise every day. A lot of people write down those goals and by March, we're not doing it anyway. So, um, but sit down and just write down just five things that you can do, whether it's ventilation, fixing that hole out in the yard so you have proper grading. Just, just take, like I said, 10 minutes and write down five things that are really simple, cheap, doesn't cost a whole lot of money that you can do to improve the air quality in your home. And like I've said, you know, we have courses, we, I have books, you have these podcasts you're listening to. You know, if you sign up for our, our website email stuff that you'll get every week, you know, you should have enough information to know, hey, here's where I can improve this for minimal amount of money. Absolutely. So write it down, set a deadline and go for it. Yep. There you go. Happy New Year's, everybody. Yes. Thank you to all of you guys. And hopefully uh, 2020's gone and so is COVID here <laughs> in the next few months, I guess. Positive thinking. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.